I'm Andrew Maglio. And I'm Emery Budak. Welcome to today's episode of Conard Current. On today's episode of Conard Current, we hear from our student council president, Natalie Dela Cruz, with an update. We also speak to two students on a project they are undertaking for Black History Month here at Conard. Earlier this week, we sat down with Natalie Dela Cruz, Conard's student council president. She discussed focuses of the club earlier this year and upcoming developments. She also discussed the recent school-wide survey the club sent out. Today we're sitting down with student body president Natalie Dela Cruz um, to get an update from the student council and see what they've been doing. So welcome, Natalie. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Very excited. We'll just jump right in. Why don't you tell uh, everyone, what are you working on? What is student council working on right now, now that semester one has ended? Yeah, so we sent out a survey at the end of semester one Uh, asking everybody about Hybrid 2.0, what they thought, some questions about community, stuff like that, looking to get some feedback. And we were supposed to present it at the faculty meeting last week, but because of the snow day, the meeting was canceled. So we're actually gonna be presenting it the first week of March. So that project was supposed to be ended a little while ago, but it has now been continued. Uh, We're just practicing right now for the faculty meeting. Uh, We put together a little presentation and condensed some of your feedback uh, to put into a little Google Doc to give to all the teachers. That is our current project right now. Um, And then after that ends, we have some very exciting stuff in the works. Interesting, okay. Uh, I look forward to seeing what what that is. And then without giving too much away um, about the results of the survey, I mean, what kind of, what did it reveal? Was there a lot of like similarity in the response or, or were people largely divided on the issue? Yeah, you know, it definitely was exactly what we were expecting. You know, a student's mental health has been impacted by Hybrid 2.0. A lot of students are feeling isolated and lonely. Um, Students are having a hard time in school, focusing, especially during remote weeks. And a lot of the uh, open-ended feedback that we got was asking for more breaks, which we totally expected because I know personally, I don't get enough breaks during school. I only have like one teacher that will actually give breaks. Uh, So apparently that's pretty common sentiment. And most students, that they wanted more breaks, um, some mask breaks and stuff like that, opportunities for like snacks and things like that. And in terms of community, it was also pretty similar in what we expected. They're saying that um, the teachers need to engage in conversation more and rely less on like the near pod and stuff like that and make it more about actually having like conversations instead of just teaching another thing. Definitely. And I'm, I'm glad you guys sent out the survey. Um, is this something that we can expect more in the future? Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's really important that teachers hear directly from students. Um, and it's the easiest way for uh, all students to give their feedback in a way that's appropriate and constructive, you know, and that way, like, of course, there's always going to be people that use the survey to say like rude things or just like not anything productive. but. Since that's not going directly to the teachers, it's going through us first and we act kind of as like a filter to show to the teachers. Um, we're able to give them the best feedback and the most constructive criticism. Oh yeah, and I forgot to mention, um, once this is done, we also want to have a kind of teacher version of this where we meet with uh, faculty uh, kind of like the faculty meeting is going to be similar to this but we only have like a short amount of time because they have a lot of things they have to cover in that meeting 
So we're hoping to have a meeting with faculty again where they can ask us questions like, oh, so the kids say they want more breaks, but like, when should we have those breaks? Should we have those in the beginning of the day, the end of the day, that kind of thing? And then we could kind of act as like a question and answer service type thing where we can just uh, answer based on what we saw in the survey and stuff like that. That's a great idea. Yeah, because I was just going to ask if, if administration had done anything to get like the teacher's perspective, but it sounds like your like forum will um, be a good way to, to like see what their concerns are, what their ideas are. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure that the administration has asked teachers um, and I'm sure that they discussed it at the faculty meetings, but um, to my knowledge, they haven't like addressed it with students. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then so besides hybrid 2.0, what are the other uh, main concerns Student Council is tackling or has um, already addressed this year? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest issues that we want to work on is mental health and like the loneliness and that kind of stuff uh, because you know in past years a lot of the work that Student Council did was things like spirit days and like pep rallies and things like that that kind of boost the morale of the student body and we obviously haven't been able to do any of that so we're currently brainstorming uh, things that we can do that would be like engaging because we all know we don't want to do like a virtual dance like I don't I don't think anybody would want that so we're we're trying to figure out some ways uh, for things that will be fun boost morale also COVID safe and engaging you know which is a really really hard task in all honesty so we are open to any ideas that anyone has um, but that's kind of our next uh, our next ventures to try and figure out what the spring is gonna look like and that kind of stuff because we know we, we want everybody to have fun and we want to be able to do the things that student council normally does you know we want to we want to be um, a more like I don't know, we want to be more effective than past councils, but we also mm -hmm. do want to do the things that we traditionally are supposed to do, like plan events. Yeah, totally. And so from all of the great like ideas and initiatives you guys are doing, I, I mean, I wouldn't even uh, know, has COVID been like a hindrance internally within the club, like administratively running things, coming up with ideas? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not sure because I think because we have like Google Meets and our advisors are really awesome and they will set up a Google Meet for us whenever we want. Um, so that makes it really easy. But I know for sure that um, some clubs that don't have advisors that are active, you know, they have to set up Zooms on their own because students can't make their own Google Meets. So that would make it harder for them. But we're very lucky to have like um, advisors that are willing to accommodate to us and administration is uh, willing to meet with us. I think it actually might make it easier because we can meet with Mr. Duarte at like we had a meeting with Mr. Duarte at like 4 30 the other day which we couldn't do if it was in person because we're not going to come into school at 4 30. Um, so yeah I think it makes it easier to meet with all the people that we want to meet with um, but in terms yeah so I, I think for us it's actually been kind of a blessing because we've been able to meet a lot more than we would um, and we can have more people like come to our meetings but I know for other clubs it's definitely been a big issue and obviously like I was saying the events like the things that we can plan is limited but in terms of like our meeting schedule it's been good yeah that's really interesting okay and then so from some of the clubs I've been in like I've found that it's kind of hard for freshmen to get involved do you guys have a lot of um, a lot of freshmen or like underclassmen in in student council? Yeah, so 
we have so student council is set up so that there's an executive board which are the people that are elected and then there's student council members who is just anybody that wants to join and we have a google classroom that's pretty full you know we have a lot of students in there from all grades um, but the students that come to the meetings is pretty limited it's usually just the executive board and then a few um, other students um, which does usually include uh, underclassmen which is very nice because it's nice to get that perspective because typically like the elect elected officials you know i'm putting in that quotations because i don't know like this the executive board members, whatever, um, are usually upperclassmen. So it's good to have that underclassmen experience. And I think that because we didn't really have a traditional like club fair this year, like we usually do at the beginning of the year for freshmen, mm -hmm. um, that definitely made it harder for freshmen to know like what is available to them. Mm -hmm. um, so if any freshmen are looking are listening to this, I think it's important <laughs> that you um, look on social media. Um, if you go to like Connor's Instagram, they'll post some stuff and the accounts that they follow, they follow a lot of our clubs and stuff. And most of our clubs have an Instagram, so you can find out uh, information about clubs through social media, which is really nice. Um, you can also just like contact basically like anyone you wanted. Um, yeah. You know, everybody's involved in a club. So if you I, if you text any of your, your friends, I'm sure they'll be able to be like, oh yeah, I'm in Model UN or I'm in, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then so um, last question, is there anything that we haven't covered that you want to tell people about? I think something really important to keep in mind is that we need to be hopeful for the spring. You know, I think a lot of students have been like, oh, we're not going to have prom, we're not going to have graduation, we're not going to have any of this stuff. And I think it's really important that we stay hopeful because the administration is working really hard to find like ways that we can do these things safely, like whether that be like um, like a car parade like the students had last year and stuff like that. So I think it's really important that we don't give up hope and um, we're going to work with, student council is going to work with like the senior class board, junior class board, and the administration to make sure that um, everybody gets a fun and safe spring, including as many of the events that we usually have as we can. <laughs> Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Natalie, for coming on uh, to the podcast today. Of course. Thanks for having me. As you all know, February is Black History Month. This year, a group of Connors students are undertaking a project to bring several prominent historical figures to their peers' attention. Let's listen to what they had to say. Today we're sitting down with Kayla Rosniski, a sophomore here at Conard, and Taylor Santana, a junior, to talk about a project they've been pursuing with some other students for Black History Month. So, uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, hello. So, the first question um, I'll ask is, either one of you, do you wanna just, how would you summarize, how would you summarize what you're doing? Well, what we did was we asked each department to select a Black leader they believe best uh, relates to their field. And then from there, I asked specific students who were willing to do some research on that student, I mean, individual. And then I met up with the RISBAC club and they helped to create a video, which we're still on the process of, that will portray each of the individuals selected by the departments. That's really interesting. Um, and so Kayla, who are some of the people you guys have chosen? Um, I know I did some research on Dorothy Vaughn, um, Ruth Elamore. Um, we have a few people. And for people who aren't familiar with everyone you you just listed, um, do you want to just like pick a couple and like say what their um, contributions to history were? So one of the people or 
people. One of the people we selected were Naomi and Kenneth Clark. They were psychologists that were key in helping to win the Brown v. Board case, which successfully ended segregation. Um, another individual we selected was Angie Thomas, author of the book The Hate You Give, which is a New York Times bestselling book. So she pers personally connected with me and she just describes racial injustice through her books and gives young people a voice to um, relate to everyone, relate to each other. Yeah. And, and so how are you guys like going to be presenting your, um, your research at the end of this? Well, like Taylor said, we're making a video to get a better, better visual, you know, just to summarize these people, really get that information out there. And then we were thinking of making a bulletin board, just having some printed pictures of the people and again, another summary so that people can have multiple resources in order to gain the information. Those all sound like great ideas. What do you guys hope comes out of this? Like once you guys have completed it and uh, made the video in the bulletin board, what do you hope to achieve? My hope with this project was to give students a black role model, a black role model who connected to them. Going to each department added some variety to the types of people, which I believed would be the best option to encompass different types of hobbies for different students. So not everyone will relate to every single person. My hope was I could give each student at least one person they could look up to and see as someone who made significant accomplishments. Definitely, that's that's really great. And I like the point you made, like there, de <clears throat> there definitely seems to be like variety <clears throat> in the people that you chose. So it probably will resonate <clears throat> more with uh, different people. But, um, and so, okay, besides you two, who else, uh, teachers and students are helping you with this? Well, we tried to get input from every teacher. I know when I asked the departments to collaborate and select one leader, they took, took their own path. Some um, had a formal meeting, some just spoke to the colleagues they were familiar with. So as for teachers, it varies a lot, but a good amount of teachers participated. Student-wise, I had a few sophomores, juniors, seniors. I tried to get a, a range of students age-wise to participate so that we could just be more involved within the school. And then with the RISDAC club, uh, another way to reach out and include more members of the school. Yeah, that's what I like a lot about this project is that it has multiple people representing and trying to contribute into something that's a greater cause for the community, just bringing more awareness of African-American leaders who created such a safe and open space for the diversity in what our situation is today. And I really do think that it's critical to have so many people come and contribute so that it really does feel more of a community project rather than just some person trying to get the message out there. When you combine, it just really does make a greater impact. Definitely. And so my, my last question um, for both of you is, um, 
do you hope to see this become like an annual thing um, or something that maybe manifests in a different way in future years? Um, I initiated this project for the first time and I would hope that it would continue throughout the years. However, to do that, we would need support from staff and students, which depending on the situation of the year, as we've seen this year, be very difficult to gather support. It may not work out. However, I hope that people will be willing to portray these individuals that have contributed so much to our society and give students a Black voice. And do you agree, Kayla? Is this something you might um, consider doing next year as well? Yes, I'll definitely do whatever I can to make sure that this happens every year because I really do believe it's important to do and to get that message out there. Yeah, well, thank you both so much um, for sitting down, uh, talking about what you're doing. Uh, it seems like a very interesting project and I, I look forward to seeing it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. Well, that about does it for today's episode of Conard Current. If you want to stay up to date on Conard's current happenings, check out our webpage on www.conardcurrent.com. The link is in the description. If you're interested in being on Conard Current, whether it be to advertise an event or just to get in on a scoop, sign up using the form on that same webpage. We can also be reached at theconnardcurrent at gmail.com. And with that, I'm Emery. And I'm Andrew. This was Conard Current.